-hmm. so they feel threatened i feel like if a lot of men understood why women kind of use toys they'd see that it's actually to their advantage like she can better tell you (laughs) where to go what to Mm -hmm. do like it helps a lot Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Sasha Diamond. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's episode is called Sex Outside the Box, Part 1. And I invite uh, Tanika, who is the founder of Unattached and Unbothered. And it's a dope brand that does educate women on the importance of, you know, self-pleasuring. And I am super excited to have her on the show because she does educate me and she will be educating you, the listeners, as to the importance of self-pleasuring and knowing yourself as a woman. So men and women, you are definitely both welcome to listen in and get some tips and tricks on the woman you are and the woman you might be with. So without further ado, let's get it. Hey, I'm Tanika. I'm a content creator and founder of Unattached and Unbothered, which is a brand that empowers single millennial women to live their best lives and love themselves fearlessly, unconditionally, and unapologetically. And the brand is on YouTube. So I have YouTube episodes um, through social media posts and via events. Uh, I stand for representation of multifaceted women. So like, if you want to think about it, kind of think Rihanna meets Sue Johansson. (laughs) If anyone's um, (laughs) old enough to really remember (laughs) Sue Johansson from Sex with Sue. <sighs> she's the best though <laughs> i love her <laughs> well i guess throughout the, the episode we'll remind people who she is and then they're gonna go look her up so that's good yeah she's got some clicks like she came to my university when i was at carlton Ooh, i'm aging myself that was like about 10 12 years ago okay and it's so cool because like people are just like oh my god yeah we love sex with sue and then like every time i bring her up in conversation now with like younger people they're just like who's that and i'm like man y'all really don't know yeah y'all missing out yeah you've definitely missed out she was definitely a teacher to many that's for sure for sure (laughs) okay so we're just gonna jump right into it so this episode's called sex outside the box part one and why is part one is we're gonna be speaking about you know different levels of sex in in pieces and phases here if you will so why i wanted to make sure that we spoke with you on the show is because uh, i know that you know you're very big on self-pleasure and making sure that women are very they're they're very knowledgeable about their bodies before anything else so Mm -hmm. i i wanted you to kind of touch on what it means for you know how important masturbation is one two knowing your your body and you know what you like what you don't like and just being able to be boisterous about it so just share with us what what it is that you feel is important and what it is that you do when it comes to knowledge of self yeah so knowledge of self is definitely important and that's in all aspects like spiritually mentally emotionally spiritual um i probably said spiritually sexually like you need to know yourself and Oftentimes, especially when we first have, when we have our first sexual encounter, we don't really know our bodies. We don't really know ourselves. There's so many women that I speak with that have never even thought to even masturbate. And for me, that's, that's huge. Like how you need to know yourself. You need to understand your body and what you like, what you don't like, um, especially when you're, you're going to be having sex with other people. And so, yeah, self-pleasure is something that I'm big on. I love self-pleasure. It's a part of my morning routine and sometimes my night routine too. And 
yeah, it's just, it's key. And I think that a lot of women aren't um, really privy to how important that is because you need to know your body first, right? So it's, so it's, it's just super important that you're letting your partner know if it's not a long-term partner, you're still letting the person that you're about to, you know, lay down with know what you like and what you don't like. Cause it, it can literally go from, you know, you're on 10 with this person to them doing one small thing that you don't like because you didn't have the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. and it takes your, it, it takes your experience down to like a three. Exactly. And like, not only is it important for you to know so that you can inform somebody else, but it's also important for you to know just so that you can pleasure yourself too. Like, I feel like that's so underrated having that type of connection and experience with yourself. Like I like to call it like a goddess ceremony. Like I'm there cherishing myself, connecting with myself on a deeper level. And that's real intimate. I think it's very underrated. And I think too, we're not taught, right? Like in school, they pretty much don't even teach you really anything about sex. And like, if you have good parents, maybe that conversation will come up. Um, but not, I shouldn't say good parents, but if you have parents that are not shy to talk about those things with you, then that might be something that comes up and you learn more about. But otherwise, you're just kind of navigating the world freely. And that's something you may you maybe stumble upon. And so to that point earlier about a lot of women not knowing about their bodies and about self-pleasure, that's that's a testament to that. Yeah, I I definitely didn't know the importance of making sure that, you know, like like toys and things like that. That mm-hmm. stuff used to scare me. That stuff used to like <laughs> what what am I doing with these? And and yeah. I felt very like instead of feeling liberated about it, I felt more of like I'm gonna make my partner feel less than with it. So yeah. that was definitely that's, that's a, a tough thing. Too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I had a very I, I had a when when I started discovering toys, my boyfriend at the time was somebody who felt threatened by it and he was super angry about it. Like, why do you need that? I'm here. And like, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing. So I shied away from it rather quickly. So Yeah. And, and the reason I say it's a myth though is because like a lot of men, they just don't have an understanding or an education on toys themselves. Mm-hmm. So they feel threatened. I feel like if a lot of men understood why women kind of use toys they see that it's actually to their advantage like she can better tell you <laughs> where to go what to mm-hmm. do like it helps a lot i think so when I they think see as much a threat yeah. yeah when they actually see what it's doing to you i think that that's when the, their mind changes but exactly yeah, they just need they need an awakening <laughs> <laughs> well don't i i imagine that you wouldn't um you do you find yourself giving advice to some women about their approach when I guess introducing that to their spouse or their their partner um just yeah self-pleasuring self-pleasuring can be amazing in front of your spouse um exactly it's do you, so amazing do you find yourself giving it's- that advice to any any women who may ask yeah I do um I have given that advice in the past and I've talked about it on my channel as well um it's kind of like foreplay you can look at it at uh, in that moment with your partner, right? And mm-hmm. if that's something that you and your partner have never discussed, I always advise, like, maybe it's you guys taking a trip to the store. Or if you don't want to go to the store and that, ki- that kind of overwhelms you, a lot of women feel overwhelmed by actually going and they're shy, they're embarrassed, right? Yeah. So to kind of avoid that, you can also go to certain websites. Um, a lot of sex stores are online and you guys can just shop together. And that's breaking the ice. Like, okay, like this little bullet, for example, like this is cute. 
is not like so phallic maybe this won't be seen as a threat to him like let's try this let's see how this works oh let's so inclusion is a big thing then just including exactly you. okay okay including them so that they feel like they're part of the process have you had any personal experience with with uh, a boyfriend feeling threatened by it or being welcomed by it i actually haven't had any bad experiences with it thankfully Okay, um, I, I feel like a lot of men that know that have gotten to know me that I've dated, they already knew how I was before, so it wasn't so alarming. Um, okay. Yeah, I've always been using toys; like they've been a part of my life forever. <laughs> That's so. Dope. Yeah, no, we usually shop together. Like when I had a partner, my ex of nine years, we used to go and get stuff together. It was cool. Okay, that's definitely a step to take because that takes yeah. uh, that takes some folks many years to get to that that part of things and, and to open up the conversation because I think I don't know if um I don't know if you're finding I don't know if lately maybe um it mm-hmm. seems that women are very I guess modest about their sex life they don't really like not to say like this is who I'm sleeping with this is what we do you don't have to do that mm-hmm. but I mean I'm finding that uh, you know there's a larger amount of women that are super modest about their sex life and not open to letting their partner know what they want in turn then suffering a a non-existent sex life like when it comes to them just not they just don't have sex with their partner much because they're not speaking Mm -hmm. up about what they like and what they don't like and I don't know if you're finding that there's a larger number of women who are just super modest are you seeing that or are you finding the opposite yeah no like even in my friend group like a lot of women they just they don't want to offend their partner and I always say to my friends, especially, if a man can come out his mouth to ask you for what he wants, I don't see why you can't do the same. Like, your pleasure is equally as important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're kind of doing your relationship or whatever that situation is a disservice by not vocalizing what you want or not being verbal about what you want. So I think it's definitely important to have those types of conversations if, it's, if the sex is lacking. It's uncomfortable. It can be. But I don't think you should... I don't think the fact that it's uncomfortable should stop you from having that conversation. And especially like if you're trying to be with that person for not, not necessarily for marriage, but if you're mm-hmm. planning to like actually, you know, build something with someone and you're afraid to have that conversation. I mean, we're all here for a reason. All of our parents had sex. We can't be weirded out mm-hmm. by having a sexual conversation with our partner. So it's, yeah. it's like, if you're not having that conversation with them about you know, this is what I like and what I don't like, then it it definitely won't eliminate you looking for someone else and then being unhappy <laughs> here and, you know, just being unhappy, period. Because it definitely yeah, reflects when, yeah, when you're unhappy in your sex life, it definitely shows on some women's sleeves, some men's sleeves. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want that. Yeah. And like if you're having sex, you can definitely talk about sex. So like, we're all grown. <laughs> yeah. I think so just need to I encourage, I just encourage, yeah, I think I just encourage mm-hmm. women uh, to be uh, uh, more open about it and definitely encouraging men to be receptive to it when a exactly. woman is, is telling you what she wants, what she needs um, out of you in, in, in the bedroom, just be receptive to it. And I, yeah. I'm not telling you ladies to scream at your men and tell them no, what you want and what you, yeah, <laughs> don't tell them what you want and what you don't want in a screaming tone now. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. but a lot of times that's how it ends up coming out, right? People <laughs> yes. build up resentment and then all of a sudden like, I told you that. Blah, blah, blah. Oh no. Like, nah. 
No, that's too unfortunate. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so I want to know from you, just just for the listeners out there, just I guess to get them open, how about you and I share a sexual experience that did not work and (laughs) you didn't say anything? And I didn't say anything. Yes. Yeah, let me think, because that that would be a while now. Ah, sexual, and I didn't say anything. Yeah, probably with one of... um, so after I came out of my like long-term relationship and getting back out there, it's like, you know, you're used to somebody for nine years and now you're dating and having sex with new people. And it's just a little weird. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a change. Absolutely. Yeah. So when, one of the first guys I slept with after that, it, <laughs> he was like a longtime friend, but I guess because like we were friends, it just made it like, I felt uncomfortable talking up and telling him that it sucked and so like <laughs> oh you mean the overall just, sucked it wasn't like, yeah, like one specific it, thing that happened okay no, no, no. It, had, right. it had been sucking <laughs> and so <laughs> and one time we we're just out and I was just like you know he's like yeah let's, let's go back to my place and I'm like I don't, I don't think I'm gonna do that tonight and he's like why and I'm like you know I just I just don't want to have sex you know what <laughs> oh no you just like belted it out I'm like that I know it's kind of it's kind of mean, but I was. It's just not. Like, yeah, it's like, not even that. It. It's just guys take it a lot different. Like guys, they do. I don't. And know. that's a perfect they example. Of what super not angry. Do. I don't know. <laughs> what they do because he was just looking at me like dumbfounded. He's like, I, I didn't even know. Like he felt like that, and I'm like, yeah, like you know, I was just trying to glance over. I kept hoping it would just get better, but it didn't. And now I just only want to. And he's like, oh, is there anything I can do? Like, what can I change? I'm like, oh, my mind's made up. Was, <laughs> but like, oh, no. Was it like a and, couple times you guys did it? Or was it the one time and then this was the second No, it was time? a couple times. Oh, no, you gave him a- chances then. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's the thing. What I mean, like, I should have spoke up. I should have said something. Yes. Like, and, and that is a prime point, example. Exactly. And to his point about, like, what can I do differently? Like, even though in my, like, I'm somebody once my mind's made up, my mind's made up. Mm-hmm. But, like to his point I could have just like beforehand before it got to that point like said like hey like let's try this I I like this instead of just going home and masturbating after yeah (laughs) oh that hurts feelings too girl he didn't know that he didn't know that (laughs) now he does (laughs) (laughs) so he's not listening don't invite him to the podcast don't don't invite him (laughs) damn it um as for me, I think I think it's fairly similar to yours. And that particular time, I decided to go outside and, you know, experience something else. And it was worse than I, like, I could have ever imagined. And I anticipated, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I anticipated that it was at mm. least going to be, you know, decent, at least decent, yeah. you know, because it was, it was off the fly. This was not planned and all of that. So... I was very, I was just saddened by it. I swear I was like sad about it for like a week. I was so sad <laughs> because I'm finding that like, you know, when that happens, it ruins a relationship. Like, like mm-hmm. just your, just your regular camaraderie and your, 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 uh, you know, your friendship is, is, is that a good positive space? And then that happens and you guys cross the line. Mm-hmm. then like there's no turning back and then on top of that it wasn't the best or it wasn't you know 
up to par with what you anticipated it would be like Girl. you hype you hype yourself <laughs> up you hype yourself up and then damn it like that happens so i was very sad <laughs> and then nah, our, our friendship was never the same yeah, yeah exactly. not cool not cool were you friends with with, with your fr- were you friends with him after the fact like were you guys yeah cool we're, still, still, we're still cool mm-hmm. okay okay yeah all right no for real make sure he doesn't listen to this <laughs> I'm trying to ruin I the friendships. Like, I feel like he's okay. Like he would understand. He was pretty understanding at that point, anyways. Okay. I was just like, sometimes you have sexual chemistry with somebody, sometimes you don't. It is what it is. Yes, and and I was I was explaining to that with, to one of my previous guests. We were talking about you know sexual chemistry before marriage, and. Mm-hmm some folks don't see it as something important and they don't think about it they don't and it's important i know that you want to grow with your partner definitely important yeah but you know you want to grow with your partner absolutely grow with your partner but there needs to be at least a certain level of Mm. sexual chemistry not saying that you guys are going to be perfect for one another which you can but it's not always like that but there's Mm. like a certain level that you want to at least be at if you're willing enough to grow with this person there's a certain level that you want to be at so i'm hoping and rooting for the people that are in quarantine right now really getting to know their partner (laughs) and what's getting to know them (laughs) (laughs) yes you're really getting to know your partner and you guys are developing that so i'm rooting for you guys but i wanted to take me as an opportunity yes it needs to be an opportunity i'm hoping folks are looking at this as an opportunity and not something that's like weighing too heavy on them to be around someone so often Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, are you finding that if you're around somebody long or did you, um, ever ha- experience living with a spouse? Um, yeah, so I lived with my long-term boyfriend briefly. Um, we just lived together for a little bit, but we were living with other people at the same time too. Okay. So, and yeah. what I was, what I was trying to figure out from you is have, have you experienced, I guess, being around someone for so long or just being around somebody constantly and consistently that you mm-hmm. found yourself needing to constantly make sure that there's spice in the relationship or that you're doing different things in order to make sure that there's some sort of, you know, positive consistency? Yeah, you definitely have to mix things up. Um, a lot of people fall into the trap of the routine. So like after work, hang out for a bit, watch TV. Okay, bed, boom, rinse and repeat, right? Like that gets boring real quick. Mm -hmm. So like we'd like have like taco nights, like pizza nights, like, okay, like let's go out and do something. Like let's go to a gallery. Oh, let's do something we never did before. And like just have a list of bucket list stuff we want to do together. And we would just like check those off weekly. Hmm, Bucket list. That's a a really cool thing to have a a couple bucket lists. That's an idea for Mm -hmm. you guys out there. All right. Yes, dope. Okay. And is there anything that I guess you've wanted to try that you haven't tried before as far as dates go? Yes. And I've been trying to have somebody do this for like ever. You guys <laughs> keep taking me on the same old, same old kind of dates. And I'm like very verbal about this, very vocal about it. <laughs> I want to go skydiving so bad. And like, I love adventure. Like I love to eat. Don't get me wrong. I love dinner dates. <laughs> but <laughs> Like, if you're doing something new, it just, like, puts me in, like, a different type of vibe with you. Right. So, yeah, I've, I've been wanting to do skydiving. So what what has been the pushback? Do you think that they're just, like, nah, that ain't happening, that's too much? Or yeah, it just of guys never... Yeah, like, a couple <laughs> of guys were, like, yeah, it's, like, they're afraid of heights. 
I had another guy tell me like, oh, I can't get to know you on the first date like that. And I'm like, of course, we'll talk after we do the thing. We could talk on the way to and on the way back. If you want to stop and get food after, that's, that's game two. But that was a weak excuse, I thought. And then I did my um, Instagram live dating a couple, what was that? Maybe not even a couple months ago. I think it was the beginning of May. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys on there was just like, yeah, I'll definitely take you skydiving. I was like, okay, after quarantine, let's see what, what happens. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. Okay, that, that would actually be dope. I don't know that my husband would be up to it, but Arnold, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also have that indoor skydive place, right? oh they do yes Mm -hmm. yes that's true okay we gotta wait for stuff to open back up again i know man this lockdown is killing yeah this patio it's it's making it's making people learn how to do the alternatives for dating like what type of what type of dating alternatives have you seen pick up on the most like people are doing a lot more online dating like i had friends that would never online date and now they have like bumble accounts they're on tinder and i'm just like oh okay and they're doing like little facetime dates and i said that's cute like people are getting creative okay they're looking at people in the grocery store different now (laughs) they ain't seen nobody (laughs) yeah it's true it's true like we're all seeing people and we're like whoa Whoa. yep human wow human (laughs) yeah it's funny it's like it reminds me of like when people always say like if if you were like the last person on earth then maybe like I this feel is like literally to close extent. to it. This <laughs> yeah. is the closest thing to it, for real. Like, honestly. Yeah. Oh, that's it's so getting funny. there. <laughs> that's a different way to think about it, for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely know that um, uh, the sex questions pop up for the women that are by themselves. So I'm getting for, I, I'm wanting you to be able to share, I guess, some things that some women can do maybe able to reference or resource to you for um of what they can do while they're in quarantine what are some tips and tricks that you have that you know some women can use as their go-to yeah for quarantine um something i've been doing a lot more of is just like looking at my pussy like in the mirror just getting to know again get getting uh, getting familiar again with my body and just appreciating it more Um, especially in quarantine, like, I don't know about anybody else, but sometimes you're here by yourself and you're just like feeling like blah, like it's just a good way to pick up your mood and feel sexy. Um, I don't, Mm -hmm. I feel like often we look for that feeling externally. Um, We look for other people to validate us. And I feel like during quarantine, especially I've had more time to really appreciate myself. So that's uh, something that I definitely recommend to people. A lot of people say they never actually have looked at their vagina. And I, I just think like it's there. It's a part That's of your body. That's really interesting. Yeah, just take time and look at it and appreciate it and cherish it. Talk to it. And so that's one thing I, I recommend to like add some spice back into your life. Um, mm-hmm. If you're a single girl and you know you don't have a quarantine day, uh, mix it up. If you're using, if you usually, you know, some people like to masturbate in the shower. Okay, try a different spot in your house. Like get creative. Um, yeah, I have a whole episode on it. So like that it's what i had a three-part series i had teamed up with uh the lake store it's a toronto um adult it's not really adult but like a pleasure store okay and so i had a three-part series on my youtube just talking about different ways to spice up your solo sex sessions to spice up you know how you feel about yourself and i think if anybody's watching you can go to unattached and unbothered on youtube and see that and i list like so many great points 
Well, we'll make sure that we put um, we put Tanika's links in the episode description so you guys are able to just have all that clickable content and be able to reference what she's uh, spoken about in this episode. So yes, you will have access. Yes, yes, yes. And if you're with a partner, same thing applies. Like, just get creative. Get, like, think outside the box. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, we have so many different ways to spice up our sex lives. And again, I just think because of routine and, you know, sometimes we're lazy or retired, we just fall for the usual, usual, same old, same old. Like, yeah. There's something you wanted to do, something you saw that you like. Maybe you guys is filming something or, you know, filming you guys and watching it back and deleting it after. Like, there's just little things you guys could do together, too, to add that space back. Well, I was speaking to one of uh, my previous guests and we were talking about role playing. And mm-hmm. that's something that I haven't, I have not tried, but I, I was saying that something about role-playing, this is just me watching movies and stuff, but I don't know if this was, this would actually work, <laughs> but I think acting like other people that are, are like in different atmospheres, not necessarily just costumes and keeping it in the mm-hmm. bedroom, but more like I'm meeting you for the first time each time. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that is like the sexiest thing ever. And I want to try that. You so. should definitely do that. Me and my ex used to do that, actually. Um, Did you? Okay. How was, can yeah, you please tell again. me how you guys felt in the morning after it all? What was, what was so the this feeling? Is, I'll give you the play by play. So okay. we would go out, let's say it's to like, for example, the club and We'd go together, but like we'd drive there together. And then we'd go in the line separately, act like we don't know each other. Mm-hmm. I'd be at the bar. He'd pull up like, hey, what's, what's your name? Who are you? Whatever, whatever. I have like a fake name, fake persona, all this type of shit. And we just like get to know each other kind of like that. It's just like a real fun, like taking ourselves like away from who we are and how we know each other to be and just being somebody else. And then we'd go home and, you know, obviously get it on. And then, yeah, it just feels fun. It it sounds sexy as brief as it is, but yes. <laughs> like I'm th- I have like all these ideas in my head, <laughs> and I'm like I don't know like what kind of person would I be like what type of like where would I pull it from is is really what I'm thinking. Like I if was you, like, mm-hmm. sorry, no. I, what I was gonna ask you is if you were to sit and think about your your role and what role you would play in you know just role playing with your your partner where would you go to to pull from or is this just off the dome type of thing yeah so in those moments it was like off the dome we had like a, we had like a day where we were Michelle and Barack but yeah usually it was just like in that heat of the moment just like being somebody just yeah on a whim um you can definitely pull from your favorite like celebs if you'd like to um you could tell him your favorite celeb and he could tell you his and you guys could be those people and that's fulfilling a fantasy too i think it would turn into something funny knowing knowing my husband and i <laughs> we would just start laughing like <laughs> let's be connie and kim <laughs> like, I no. that. yeah we used to do like cops and robbers like all these like little like fun role play stuff okay okay gotcha yeah, that's definitely something I wanted to try. Is there anything um, sexually that you wanted to ever try, like foreplay wise and like, well, positions we know they are ever changing? Um, mm-hmm. But is there anything that you've wanted to try um, as far as foreplay goes? As far as foreplay, I've pretty much done everything, but I do have a fantasy. Like, I want to like fuck on top of a cop car so bad, but 
Nice. Meet, are you going to meet a cop or? I mean, I don't care how it happens. <laughs> I think the risk of getting like caught and like maybe arrested is fun too, but. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you heard it, folks. <laughs> I'm not telling y'all to hit up Tanika, but hit up Tanika. <laughs> hey, your mother left. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man, there's there's so many different ways that you're. I'm sitting in, you know, I'm constantly sitting and thinking about how you know things can be spiced up in a relationship to be able to share with with some of the listeners, and and I'm I'm hoping that. I guess with your experience and knowing that you need, you know, you need to know yourself before you're able to, I guess, articulate yourself to your partner. What mm-hmm. are some, what are some ways, I guess, that you can share with the listeners about how to approach, how to approach uh, this to your partner anyway, this is what I like. This is how I like it without, mm-hmm. like we were saying earlier, you know, being negative or, or put, putting it across and articulating yourself in a very, you know, negative way, how would you be able to, you know, put yourself out there? Yeah. Um, I would recommend showing because that's also like a form of um, foreplay, like you showing them. It can be like real sexy and like, you know, like, I like when you touch me like this. I like when your hand is here. I like when you do like this, like in the moment when you guys are having sex, like, oh, I really like that. And you guys can table that, like, hey, you remember when I told you that I really liked when you, like, put me in this position or when you really, like, hit that spot? Like, let's try to do more of that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, it's, not, it's not a criticism. It's a, you're, recognizing, uh, you're recognizing what they're doing and you're thanking them, so to speak, for doing that. And it's, like, positive reinforcement. And gotcha. I think positive reinforcement is way more effective than just telling people what you don't like. Okay. And what about on the receiving end? How would you, what type of advice would you give to men to, you know, tell the woman, this is what I like and what I don't like, or how can they, I guess, be reciprocal to foreplay when it is something that, you know, she's not responding to as much as she may be responding to something else. How can a man, you know, speak to a woman in that regard? Yeah, so similarly, they can say the same things, uh, use positive reinforcement for things that they do like, um, for things that they don't like. It's just like, hey, can we probably do like less of this? Like, you know, your your hobby's using your teeth. Can you try like not using your not teeth using so much? Teeth. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's just like being nice and kind and respectful. Like, yeah. you know how you want to receive news. So kind of just doing the same thing. Okay, absolutely. All right. And uh, we're going to head over to the the audience submitted question. So the audience submitted question was pertaining to self-pleasure um, because they know that this episode is called Sex Outside the Box and they're, and they're wanting to know different ideas on how to self-pleasure. What is the go-to or your top three ways of understanding your body and well approaching it for beginners approaching it mm-hmm. what would be your top three things that a woman should focus on when self-pleasuring um so definitely focus on how you feel so whether it's your fingering yourself touching your breasts like however which way you like to achieve orgasm just feeling out what feels good to you and just being mindful of that um, being mindful in sex and self-pleasure are very important. Um, so that's one thing. Also, 
a lot of women um, orgasm from clitoral stimulation. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's try, trying out different like sensations. So if you're somebody that's new to self-pleasuring, um, I would strongly recommend using your fingers first because that's touch and you're getting that sensation and just seeing how that feels for you before trying out like any toys or anything like that. And then, yeah, you can obviously upgrade to trying like a bullet or getting, you know, some other type of clitoral, dis- like a stimulate- stimulator to see what feels good for you. And then another thing I would strongly recommend is like I mentioned before, is sitting in the mirror and just looking, looking at it and seeing how that makes you feel too and how turned on you get from just looking at yourself and perhaps masturbating even in front of the mirror so that you can see how everything's looking, how you're feeling. And it's just a real sexy moment. So those would probably be my three. Okay, nice. And just to, I guess, tie that up when it comes to uh, masturbating. And I know that, well, I'm, I met Tanika in, um, uh, virtual ladies night and it was put on by uh, Tanika or an attach and unbothered with Shani shout out to Shani um yes. we were speaking on you know different toys and you guys had uh you know a few folks in there just uh giving some of the ladies knowledge on uh toys uh self-pleasuring and things like that mm-hmm. now toys is is becoming a bigger and bigger thing and there's so many different types of toys and and as you were saying earlier you know it intimidates some women uh when they do go into a store and they see you know a whole myriad amount of Mm -hmm. uh toys is there an approach that uh, a woman should try when shopping in store as opposed to online because online you know you're not sure of sizes and things like that Mm -hmm. um when you do go into a store what are some tips that you would give to the ladies to uh, be able to look for the right thing or for the beginners anyway? And a mm-hmm. uh, second question to that, what should men look for if they're shopping for their woman? Yeah, great questions. Um, so the first one is what should a beginner kind of look for when they're shopping at a store for toys? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would strongly recommend trying them out, like a really good sex store or adult toy store will uh, have a lot of the toys on um, that for demo. So you can actually feel how the silicone feels or whatever material it is, how that feels on your skin. You can test out the different, if they're vibrators, the different, uh, the different uh, vibes mm-hmm. and settings. And that just helps you kind of figure out like how that would feel um, in your vagina or on your vagina or wherever else you plan to use it. And yeah, that's one big tip I would strongly recommend doing. Um, also, most good adult stores, adult sex stores, um, they would have knowledgeable staff. So you can feel free to ask them like, hey, like what's the top seller or what, if you know what you like, like what's a good toy for that? And they should be able to recommend something to you. Like I usually always talk with the staff and try to see what's new, what's hot, what are people raving about right now? I love to like, I love testing out toys. So that's something that I strongly encourage. Mm -hmm. And then what else could I say? Don't skip the lube. (laughs) You (laughs) definitely want to get lube. Um, It definitely helps you enjoy your toy a lot better. And a good uh, toy cleaner too. That's something to get because you don't want to use soap, harsh soaps on your expensive new toy. It'll ruin it. 
Well, I've, I've been finding that I've, I've heard that uh, soap, well, certain soaps anyway, it's a bad allergy for some women. So want to be mm-hmm. mindful of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So ruin your, feel the your same. pH. Exactly. And you don't want to have your pH all messed up. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the things I would strongly recommend. Um, and if you're a beginner, you probably want to stick to something that's like a bullet type or like vibe type. Um, just because you're going to be probably focusing more on your clit anyways and those tend to have that that focus uh, a lot of women like the suction type toys like the womanizers um satisfiers like those are really good toys too so if you're in the market for a new toy those are two i recommend and then for men it's a similar thing um they should talk to their partner about what she likes how she likes to be touched um if they know that that's something that or not that if they know that's something that she likes if depending on what they're going to be using the toy for that would definitely guide how they shop so if they're looking for something just for her then they kind of know like if they're probably going to get like a vibe or something or like a dildo if they're looking for something that can like give dual um that's a dual stimulator like a cock ring sometimes because it has the the vibrating ones that's good for her and him and then you have like all the different types of toys that are good for both of you. So it just depends on the purpose and the use of it. Um, you should definitely figure out what that is before he goes into the store. Yes. Don't mindlessly go in the sex store, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Won't be good for nobody. <laughs> well, he might just end up buying a lot of stuff and trying it out anyway. So there's that well, too. That's always good too. That, that is yeah. always good. But we don't usually get there. With no. <laughs> guys that go there for the first time. They come back with yeah. all these goodies. No. and then they can also ask the staff too like hey i have i have my partner here want to spice it up what would you recommend and that always helps too and you guys don't forget to do your research doing research on your own is cool too um yeah google's your best friend yeah honestly and if if you have to watch videos do that too (laughs) exactly (laughs) you do have there there are videos of people trying out toys so you can mm-hmm. definitely check on those if you really need some real-time uh, examples. That is uh, exactly <laughs> good piece of advice. <laughs> that okay. definitely works too. Okay, well, thank you so much for all of those um, pieces of advice and all the tips and tricks you've shared in Sex Outside the Box. And I'm really appreciative of the fact that, you know, you're so open to be able to share with us and, you know, especially the women on how comfortable they 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 could be with themselves mm-hmm. and and how open they sh- they should be able to be if they are wanting to explore within themselves to be able to share with their partner what they like and what they don't like. So yes, I'm very no appreciative of that advice. I just want everybody to be having good sex. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like more so smiles, important. more smiles, more orgasms. Like life's too short. Yes, pleasure is important. Honestly, so we've gotten to the uh, the portion of the show that's called "Listen Up." So I ask each of my guests um, to choose a song that best describes their vibe or energy right now in your life or career. Do you have anything specific or is there a playlist that you're, you're rocking right now? Ooh, so I've been listening to a lot of slow jams, but I guess in terms of like what like my soundtrack would be right now for a song, I think it'd be Kendrick's, uh, Kendrick Lamar's uh, All Right. Given oh, nice. the current climate and everything, how stressed, like I've been super stressed with everything. So yeah, that's, that's something that I, I listen to almost every day. 
Is that Aside your get hype music or is that more of a like? That's, that's my hype music, my hope song. Like, you know, like we going VR, right? Okay. <laughs> we all will right. be. Mm-hmm. All right, good. We all have to have an anthem. It changes. It's ever changing. Yes. So definitely a great yeah. song. Definitely a great song. So Tsnika, what is next for you and where can the guests find you? Yeah. So what's next for me? right now I've been I decided to take some time to just chill so there's nothing too uh too big coming up for me in terms of unattached uh I have my episodes come out every Monday at 8 p.m on YouTube unattached and unbothered on YouTube um unattached and unbothered on Instagram and uh I'm working right now as a side project not tied to unattached I'm working on an e-cookbook um, cooking, like I said, and eating. <laughs> I love to eat. I'm a greedy bitch. Yeah, those are <laughs> those are like my my passion projects. Uh, is cooking all the time. So uh, I'm always cooking for friends and family, and like especially with quarantine, I've been sharing a lot of like my recipes. So I decided to just do an ebook that people can uh, purchase. I'm gonna have it for don like a donate what you can. I'm hoping to drop that at the end of the month. Um, again, because of everything going on, like my creativity and everything hasn't really been there. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to just be kind to myself and, you know, just take my time and it'll be perfect and ready when it is. So that's something that I'll have up a greedy bish cookbook. Well, you already done told us that uh, you love to eat, so it shall come into existence. <laughs> yes, no, it's definitely going to happen. You guys will enjoy it. Cook up some mean meals. Yes. And cooking right now is, is both a great thing and an enemy for some of us right now. So. Oh girl, I gained so much weight during quarantine. <laughs> but it's fine though. I gained the booty finally. Hey, hey that's what we want. See? <laughs> you know, you take you take what you had. <laughs> when they let us outside, the booty is what, what where it's at. So do you need not yep. worry? <laughs> that's dope. And there you have it. That was such a dope episode. Great interview. Thank you so much, Shanika, for being on the show. I really appreciate all of the tips and tricks that you did share. And all of the connections for Tanika will be in our episode description. I also want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at s.radiopodcast and join our Facebook group for the latest updates on episodes and guests and their contact information. If you have a question, you can submit comments under the episode on the podcast platform that you're listening to. You also have the option to leave us a digital voice message through our Anchor platform. All followable links and clickable content are provided in our episode description. And if you like the content that you're hearing, support our podcast by clicking the link in our description to support our show by providing a small donation to keep us going. Thank you for rocking with us and tune in next week and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Peace. Star Radio.